Hi everyone and welcome to episode five of Spill the Tea with Jimmy C. I'm your host Jim and I'm joined by the marvellous Wendy. Hello Wendy, how are you? Good afternoon, I'm good on this lovely sunny afternoon. It is very sunny indeed and I've had to adjust the curtains so that I don't get the sun in my face. Uh, because that is very awkward while I'm trying to it look at it. It does still a bit look like Jesus wants you for a sunbeam. Well, he wants this, he wants for those that can't <laughs> see it yeah. on, on the podcast, he wants One my shoulder. left arm. He want, yeah, he wants part of my arm. Earlier on, he wanted the whole of my face and I was blinded, so I had to move stuff around. So, yes, we've got Wendy here today. Thank you for joining us on the on episode five of the podcast. Um, Wendy, so. Basically, my, my first question to you today is, how do we know each other and how long have we known each other? Mm, well, I think we've probably known each other longer than we think we have. Yep. Um, because actually, know your dad and then met you through dad, mm. through uh, BNI, Business mm -hmm. Networking. So um, initially, we knew each other as a SST black hat kind of role mm -hmm. um but now we know each other far more socially mm -hmm. and know things about each other that we probably ought not to know <laughs> and yeah so but i think that the business element definitely is still there yeah. and Absolutely. uh yeah so yes. but that's initially how we know each other so met mum met dad met yourself so the whole clan um, yeah i've met the clan the coot clan the whole clan yeah and um yeah so that's initially it was sst mm -hmm. so now we've moved, which, moved on moved on to social stuff as well so yeah which is always good it's nice actually i think that it actually gives you better synergy which is a word i hate but it does give you better synergy with your business mm -hmm. once you get to know that person because you actually know who's a good fit because it's all very well saying Oh, actually, I know some great people that do health and safety, but I think it's much better if you're a good fit for that company and they're a good fit for mm. you. So basically, you know, whether if they go on a night out, they don't throw up in the uh, drains outside or whether they can yeah. hold their drink and carry on. Or whether they can get themselves home. I don't, know whether that, I don't know whether me. that's a bar or, but yeah. it's a good bar to start or... or also, they're well, also a nice person as well, because if you, if you, if you want to... The ethos, and I, again, I've said this in a few of the other ones, I'm not going to harp on about B&I too much, but the whole ethos about it is that you know, like, and trust. And if you know, yeah. like, and trust them from outside as well, it, it makes you think, well, they're great at what they do, and actually they're a really nice person or they're a really good person to be around rather than they're very good at what they do, but outside of it, they're an absolute bore. And yeah. I wouldn't bother spending any time with them. And it's all a facade and they're, they're a bit of a charlatan. Oh, that's a big word for me. A bit of a charlatan mm -hmm. in what they do um, when they're actually not a genuine person. And, and no, I, to me, it's very much about personal. Yeah. You know, I will always go back to people that I know I can get on with. Mm -hmm. And it pays off in the end because one day either you or them is going to be in a hole where that relationship is going to be critical and you're going to say, you know, Jim or Wendy or, you know, I'm in a real fix, mm -hmm. bail me out. Mm -hmm. And that's when that relationship will really, really Absolutely. come into its own. Absolutely. And it, and it, it helps as well when when um, the, the relationship's good. And, and yes, as you say, somebody can bail you out. But also the other person who's being asked the favour or the for the help, they're sitting there thinking... Yeah, I actually genuinely want to help this person because 
again, I like them and I want I want to do them a solid. I want to help them out because they're, yeah, they're in absolutely. need. Absolutely. Yeah. They're in need rather than thinking, oh, do I do I really want to help them? I mean, I, I, I can I can definitely say, and I, I know probably tell unless you tell me differently, you know, <clears> we're, we're the sort of people that will try and help other people as much as we oh, can. Oh, absolutely. However, and that is, yeah. I have to say, critical, really, which and I, I hate saying this because it all sounds really twee and, you know, very kind of chocolate box. But that was the reason for starting my own business was mm. the absolute terrible, terrible levels of customer service. When you yeah. just think that is the easiest bit, mm. the easiest bit is to invite the client in, have a coffee. I know we can't do it these days, but these days we'll come back. I know they mm -hmm. will. Absolutely. But come in, have a coffee, have a custard cream. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it. Let's see what we can sort out for you. Yeah. And clients, I think, as as I've been through business a long time, I've been mm -hmm. an estate agent for 28 years. And I really do now see that old fashioned kind of business coming back. I think there was an area in the mid to late 90s when everybody wanted corporate. They wanted mm -hmm. the safety of a large corporate. Mm -hmm. But I think now people want to deal with small businesses, deal with the same person, be able to pop in and have a coffee when things go right or wrong. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I could see it so easily where I needed to be, but I couldn't get there with where I was working. And and that's there's two two bits I'm just gonna pull up, pull from what you just said. So the first one is is that yes, so I've been living in uh, Norfolk for six years, and when we moved up from London, we found that in London, you know, there was there was loads of health and safety companies. You know, there was one mm -hmm. every every mile. Uh, yeah. You know, there was there's what did they say two a penny. Is it two a penny? Yeah, oh, two yeah. a penny. Two a penny. Yeah. yeah. Um, in Norfolk and surrounding because it's there's a lot more open space and there's a lot more um individual businesses and business owners so where they're not big there are corporate big companies uh, around the area but i've found there's a lot more little businesses uh, small to medium businesses where the person who you're going to deal with the lead person you're going to deal with is going to be the person who's put their blood sweat and tears and money into the company and wants to get that personal service. Yeah, um, absolutely. And that's one of the things we've always said as a company, as SST, is that when you ring up, you'll get one of the directors um, and, and they'll be the ones that will be giving you the, the answers or helping you along. And, and the other thing as well is that you, you mentioned about um, your what you do, um, but what tell us, what do you do? What, what, what's your job? What's your business? You know? Um, being well, in your own business is, is a massive thing as I know oh yeah and I absolutely love it and my business is absolutely my baby and I can always remember about um, when I founded Black Cat in 2014 and within a couple of years we were doing quite well mm -hmm. and someone said to me are you going to sell up now and I mm -hmm. said you know this is my baby you're talking about selling my child mm -hmm. there's absolutely no way I'd do that so yeah um, Black Cat Residential it's a lettings agency and a property management company based in the high street in, in Wisbeach and we manage in excess of 320 properties across wow. Cambridgeshire, Norfolk mm -hmm. and Lincolnshire. Yeah, you see, I'm 25, actually. <laughs> but it's just the stress of those 320 properties that makes me look like this. And um, yeah, it's we're a little team. There's four of us, a small team. But um, we really are the, the only truly independent, a license, fully qualified agent in the area. 
and um, you know very proud of that and proud of the level of customer service that we give as I say we're founded in 2014 and uh, still going strong I'm pleased to say coming up to our seventh anniversary nice. um, my merry little team and me mm -hmm. so and, and it really was based on this frustration mm. of being a qualified property professional and seeing where we could be but not being able to do that with the company that I was with so and I and I, and I agree and I you know that, that that's something which I've always said and the one of the reasons why when dad said back in 2010 we're going to start up our own or I'm going to start up a business which I want you to be involved in because I've worked for many other people and my big thing is is why line their pockets when absolutely I can, and, and, and line my own and that's not in a Again, it's not in an egotistical, I'm the big am sort of thing. It's it's logical. No, it's logical. It why, is logical. Why, why go and do it for someone else? But you do you have you do to be yourself? quite brave. You do. Because you do have to put, I mean, I had a uh, nine till 5.30, Monday mm -hmm. to Friday, nice, easy job, good money, mm -hmm. company car. Um, and I could have easily lost everything and been sleeping under a bridge. I was just really lucky that it's all turned out good. Mm -hmm. but you do take a risk which is why a lot of people don't do it mm. and it is scary and sometimes it's quite a lonely place mm. um you know especially for me I'm a sole company director mm -hmm. and it can be quite a lonely place you have to make every single decision and you don't mm. always get them right but no. I don't think I'd change any of it no. because um everything you do you learn from absolutely and you do meet some great people along the way on that on that travel to get to where you want to be. So, and all these people help you from people who do telephones and computers because I'm not very techy, mm -hmm. so I need lots of help there. To people who do your VAT, mm -hmm. all of that, you know, you just you just learn it. Mm -hmm. You just kind of grapple along and learn it. And you use them, and you and you outsource to other people. And I think when for years with SST we went by the route that we would do with it all ourselves. So we yeah. ran our own website and we did our own email and we bought all our own computer equipment and Belinda did all our accounts and, and all our VAT and, and stuff like that. And we, we went down the simple route of getting our insurance, etc. And then all of a sudden, and I think it probably was a bit before B&I, but that helped it more, is to go, well, actually people outsource we encourage people to outsource their health and safety and fire yeah. safety to us because we're the specialists we're the qualified ones yeah qualified people but why 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 don't we take a leaf out of our own book and now i think a lot of the stuff that we do we go to other people and we say can you do this can you do this can you? because what you've got to look at is if you're doing it yourself as a as a sole company director or if you've got a couple of directors like we have you're doing it yourself you're not actually doing the work that you should be doing no and, and if you value what you're worth per hour or per period of time it's probably about and no disrespect to any of the people that we outsource the work to because that's the prices that they set out they're actually probably maybe half quarter of what your cost would be for what you do and that's and plus the fact you know and you're, you're absolutely right and you know from me every week I bang on about being qualified mm -hmm. would you get an unqualified dentist mm -hmm. to pull your teeth out you wouldn't dream of it no. you wouldn't dream of going to an unqualified yeah. 
architect you wouldn't dream of going to an unqualified structural engineer so I'm always banging on about it and it's an absolute classic example of when I joined BNI I used to do the company insurance the employer's liability all of that myself and then I joined BNI and met the lovely Michelle who Uh you also know and uh, I thought, oh, this is a good opportunity. Let Michelle sort out the insurance who actually then looked at what I had and said, you don't have the right cover. You don't have the right level of indemnity uh-huh. and you're paying too much. So she then within minutes had got me better cover for less money. So it's a classic example, isn't it? Of what you've just said. It's a no brainer. And I think our biggest uh, over the last couple of years, I think our biggest sort of achievements around um getting other people to do stuff have been things like our website so we we, we got somebody mm. into our website so when anything goes wrong yeah. we contact them and say can you deal with it or somebody rings and said oh just let you know or messages just let you know we've gone to your website and your website's down so i'll message the website designer and say the website's down and they'll say oh or they may have contacted me beforehand and with our email we got somebody to sort our emails and stuff out yeah. for us. And they yeah, go on a so... running basis so that if things get lost, we just ring them and say, can you deal with it? You know, shit, we've lost all our email. We've, or as dad says, I've deleted the internet. I don't know how <laughs> he actually can, but I've deleted the internet. Can you can you get it back for us? And, and they, yeah. you know, they deal with that stuff. Like they would ring us and say, Oh, we've had an accident or something like that. Can you can you can you deal with this? Can you come and sort it? And it's absolutely true. And and my girls, particularly in the office, will tell you I have an intolerance for anything like this. I'm one of these people that comes in, I switch on the computer, I expect it to work. Yeah. If it doesn't work within yeah. 10 minutes, it's either gone oh. out the window or yeah. I've gone home yeah. with a Kerry, can you sort this out yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And because I have no tolerance for this stuff that yeah. just slows me down on my plan for the day. Yeah. So I like stuff that works. And if it doesn't work, I get the right hump. So yeah. uh, I don't want one of these people that phones me and says, oh, Wendy, the reason your computer's not working is because of this doesn't speak to this and this doesn't. I want someone that says, I fixed it. You owe me 60 yeah. quid. I fixed it. Boom. I'm Perfect. F- boom, indeed. Yeah, and, I'm <laughs> the same. and, and I, I absolutely agree with that. I absolutely agree. And, and you know, there is... Our web designer, bless him, I get on with him very well. I won't say his name, but he's probably listening. Mark, um, he uh, he says to, he says to me, "Well, this is and I'm this is the way." And I'm like, "Mark, just just yeah. deal with it, please. No, just, just deal with it. I've I've got my head in a construction safety document, or I'm trying <laughs> to do a fire risk assessment, or yeah, I'm just I'm trying to deal with day to day stuff." I'll. I'm not I'll interested. You know. Just send me a bill. It's two I main mean. things that I cannot deal with. Technical, like computers and all of that not working, and cars. Oh, so I have I'm no a, interest. Yeah. Fix I'm the a, car, send yeah. me the bill. And apart from that, I, do, I have no other yeah. reason to chat this issue through. Just fix it. Co- <laughs> computers, <me> computers, <laughs> push bikes and cars. I'm Ooh. like, I'm just damned because they either all break or they all something happens with them and i just can't and i'm, I'm okay with computers but i'd rather ring somebody like phil and say phil can you do yeah. this yeah you know, good you know lovely phil just to sort this out i i'm i'm getting frustrated with it or or dad will ring all you phil. have to do with phil is ring him and cry that's what i did yeah really i've tried that and yeah yeah i've, I've not he was cried there within like 40 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and he's and he's battery powered car and uh, saved the day exactly. saved the day exactly exactly so you <laughs> said so you've been uh how long have you been working in estate agents or letting yeah, is it just estate years. or did you do letting and estate or where yeah did you start so first? i 
I started in 1993 when you were probably still at school. Um, I, yeah. You were. You're going to tell me you're a baby or something now. No, no. Oh, no, 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 no. And um, yeah, so '93 for a large corporate agent. I was there for 17 years, and I loved it. To be fair, initially I loved it. Um, but the company. It's one of these company buys smaller companies. It just got bigger and bigger and bigger, and there was less and less personal in it. There was the opportunity to get made redundant. I'd asked a couple of times because mm-hmm. I just thought it's time to move on. You know, I'd had enough, and I don't ever regret it. Brilliant training, really good grounding. Mm-hmm. I worked in new homes on new home sites, selling off plan, mm-hmm. um, doing after sales, listing, valuing, uh, land, mm-hmm. everything, and, and just was, absolutely loved it. And was that Cambridgeshire, Norfolk area? Or yeah, that... worked in Wisbech office, worked in the Ely office, mm-hmm. um, worked in Down and Market, Peaceborough, did a little stint there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just, you know, it was I instantly with the state agency, I was a square peg in a square hole. Mm-hmm. I'd been working in my parents' pub. Mother sort of burst into my room one day and said, are you going to get a proper job? <laughs> I love it when they do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a time. I remember she stood with her hands on her hips. Time you got a proper job. <laughs> um, so I dropped, there was two things I was interested in. It was both sort of housey things legally yeah. and also yeah. estate agency. The biggest thing being I was quite nosy. I am still quite nosy. And I thought, well, I like the idea of being able to just nose around someone's house and yeah. it will be perfectly legal. So I dropped my CV into some estate agents, got an interview at this particular one, got the job and yeah, never looked back. I knew from day one, mm-hmm. you know, doing my first viewings and mm-hmm. all stuff. I just loved it. So you st- and, and to be honest with you, yeah. all these years later, that's still the bit I like. And it, especially if I get to go to a new house or a quirky mm. house or something that's really different, mm. I can still get that excitement. Nice. You know. have, have you ever yeah. been to a house? And then been back there again when they've sold it again. Yeah, over and over. Letting or do you do estate and letting? So we just do lettings now. But um, yeah, we have done sales in the past. But lettings is what we're really good at, Mm -hmm. and the property management side is time-consuming because, as you know, dealing with anything to do with the public, um, especially in something so personal as their their living accommodation. Yeah. it's time consuming it, it takes up time so um we really prefer the letting side of things mm-hmm. and that's what we are really good at so that's what we stick to mm-hmm. but over the years I have done sales and yeah you do get to go back to the same house twice and you do find yourselves in all sorts of situations because everybody's different everyone's living mm-hmm. ideas are different and mm-hmm. uh, yeah so you do see some interesting things you meet some interesting people <laughs> I bet you do. Have you ever been to? Have you ever been to back to a, a property that you've dealt with sale before, a sale of the property before, and gone, oh, they've done a really good job with this. And then, yeah. have you also been back to a property and gone, this is what a dump, what a disaster, what a disaster? Yeah. So, well, I've seen places deteriorate just due right. to the fact of yeah. how people have lived yeah um yeah and i've seen pe- people vastly improve places and extend places and places mm-hmm. that you wouldn't even recognize mm-hmm. uh places that make you laugh places um i've got a real one of my very early valuations i've just kind of been a bit promoted and i've got into valuing houses going out mm-hmm. and valuing and listing houses and i went to a bungalow in a village not far from here and i have a bit of a you know how people have a a real 
phobia and mine is those um china faced dolls that people dress in like victorian dresses my daughter's think, a that yeah she I, I absolutely mom. hate them i'm terrified and um i went to value this house lovely lady bungalow really nice and we're chatting away and um, she showed me into the spare room where she did her crafting and she said oh i make these dolls she just sprung it on me flung open the door i make these Whoa. dolls and the whole room was full of them on shelves and then in the middle of the room was a box of just the heads oh Oh, yeah, no, I could I'm actually done. feel myself getting sweaty and just <laughs> thinking, I don't, I need to get out of this house. I had a... <laughs> I'm cringing. It's funny, isn't it? <laughs> I'm cringing right now. I, did, when you walked in the room, did you did you swear that you thought you saw one of them move? <laughs> I thought, <laughs> like, I'm going to get murdered. Because... I am definitely going to get murdered in the this door place. Shuts. <laughs> the door shuts and they're like, hello, we're coming to get you. <laughs> it was like about 300 chuckies and it is just oh, horrendous ooh. yeah my, my oldest daughter has that she she wanted a load of those china dolls uh, china oh. face dolls so we bought her some and then she either one of her friends said something or she saw something on telly and next thing you know they're in a box outside of don't want these yeah. anymore get rid of them we're like oh okay then all right we'll be yep get rid of them now very weird very, They've got some very, bad voodoo vibes coming off them, those dogs. Very, very, very strange. Yeah, so I was out of there pretty quick. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. So, Nick, next thing I want to ask you, quick fire question. Um, what would be your ideal Nando's order or favourite takeaway? I don't think I've ever been to Nando's. I'm, I'm not, not doing that hip. I'm not doing very well with Nando's because I think out of all the people I've asked, they've you're now the next. I might change it from now, but then you're the next <laughs> yeah, one who said, "Oh, I'm I'm not a Nando's." No, Nando's. I've never Shona, been. Shona said, uh, "I've been to better places." So you'll have to listen to episode three, and you'll find out. Oh, I'm not wow. going to give it away. You're going to have to listen. Yeah. So what was okay? Well, what would be your ideal takeaway then? Takeaways easy. Indian every time. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite dish. Oh, that's hard because you're gonna make me choose. And you can have a side and a rice or a whatever. Well, it depends what mood I'm in. It's hard, isn't it? I like the old stuffed parata. I like the rice. Mm -hmm. I like the um, the one with the spinach. I can't think oh, what it's the called. Yeah, that, yeah, and yeah, so and I do like a nice chicken boona. Nice. Yes. So, nice. oh yeah, know how to live, but it's always always a curry for me every time. There's never a time I wouldn't fancy one. Good. Yeah, I, I would definitely say that, or I like a bit of pizza or Chinese. I don't. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of pizza. You know, no. uh, luckily where we live over this way, uh, Sheldon, the nearest thing you can get is a Chinese delivered. All you have to go and get it. And as I said to one of my friends um, who lives in London, he said, oh, I, I said, I've got a standard account with Just Eat. He said, I'm, I'm ordering every other day, especially during COVID. He said, because I don't want to go out. And I said, well, I'm pretty lucky around here. I can get a I can get an Indian or I have to go and get it. And that takes half an hour round trip. And I, yeah, absolutely. Just say, I'd rather just sit at home and eat crackers, if anything, because I cannot be bothered, especially during the winter. I don't want to go out in the cold. So, um. So, what you have a dog, one dog, two dogs? Yeah, I can't remember. Is it well, one? I have a dog and a half because I suppose I have a half sharing Dan's dog. Oh yeah, but but my dog is Honey. 
honey, that's right. Yeah. So and she's how, long have you had, how long have you had honey? Well, it's coming up to a year now. She's one of these dogs I adopted from Romania because um yeah so she had a hell of a journey here bless her but it's been worth it well for me I don't know you'd have to ask her how she feels about things (laughs) but for me it's been worth it definitely because I tried to I don't know I've got a bit of an aversion to this paying three grand for a puppy kind of thing it Mm. just doesn't sit quite right with me and rescue a dog yeah but do you know what rescuing a dog's not all that easy it's not anymore and no. no and I was really struggling and then uh, someone recommended this particular charity to me and I got in touch with lovely people, really easy to deal with. It was all very straightforward. And, and she arrived in July mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, she's made such a difference. And the biggest difference has been I've got the motivation to walk. Mm-hmm. So, which has, I've lost nearly two stone just oh, wow. from walking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, which is good for me. And I also get to nose around the village a bit more. As I said, I'm nosy and, you know, I don't <laughs> care who knows it really. Uh, so at least you're I'm honest. Walking... At least you're honest. Yeah, people, yeah. people go, you know. oh, I just, I just, I just have a look over there. I just noticed <laughs> over there and go, no, you're not. You're nosy. Yeah. Stop being a liar. No, absolutely. I am the person that when it all kicks off in the street, I'm the one putting me bin out. Switching the curtains. Yeah. Getting out there. So I just get, have to have a look. Your, get your camera phone out, taking pictures. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, and uh, it just gives it, you know, it's lovely. I live in a really nice village on the Cambridgeshire Norfolk border, and I can just get to wander around it. And especially now we've had this turn in the weather, mm-hmm. it's just been lovely. It's so nice to walk, and there's some lovely walks around here. So I've really got into that. What, what sort of dog is Honey? She's a small, needy princess. <laughs> Romanian dog. Is that a breed? Small, needy princess? <laughs> I've been called that by my wife many times. (laughs) Not small, but a needy princess. But so so when you got her, did she was did she come with a passport and all that? Yeah, all Ah. vaccinated passport, all the paperwork, and uh, exactly as they said she would on the tin. Mm -hmm. Um, And I took her straight to a vet here because you know I just wanted to make sure everything was okay, and they gave her a clean bill of health. Mm -hmm. They think she's maybe two or three, possibly four. No older than that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she's just fitted in here a treat. Um, I've almost lost her to my mum and dad. They're almost <laughs> on the cusp of kidnapping. <laughs> so um, they do sometimes go yeah. to doggy daycare with Nana. Yep. But we can't do that too often because she comes out like a barrel. <laughs> Giving her loads of treats and stuff. She's a bit free and easy with the treats. Um, so yeah, oh, hopefully... Yeah. She thinks that she's thoroughly spoiled. I think she's thoroughly spoiled, but then I think what's the point of having one if you're not going to spoil it? Well, yeah. exactly. well, and we've got three. So wow. and one of them, one of them is adopted through a Spanish company. Spanish. Oh, right, okay. Um, he's a Malinois shepherd. So he's the They're Spanish. big, aren't they? Yeah, well, all shepherds are yeah. big anyway, but he he's a Malinois and um and they've got he's very long faced. Yeah. Uh, sorry very it's very thick face so it's almost like a dane type yeah um, but he came from spain he was michaela's 30th birthday present from me um oh. he came from spain recommended um by friends of ours um who have got uh, rescue dogs as well mm. um he also he had a passport as well he can he can get back into europe more easier than we can probably yeah i think she can as well, can as well. Yeah. Um, and then we've also got a german shepherd called Indy and she's from Kingsland she was rescued from a 
not a very nice person in Kings Lynn who bred dogs and then didn't look after them properly. And then mm. we had, we've got a Jack Russell Springer called Belle who's 11 and runs around and fights with the other dogs like she's two years old. So yeah, house full of madness of children and dogs, three kids, three dogs. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I really do think pets make a home and then I've got the half share of half dog, as I call her, Lola, which is Dan's mm-hmm. dog, who we did actually find running down the road. We literally found her. And just picked her up. Picked yeah. her up, managed to catch, Dan managed to catch her, yeah. and we took her to a place she wasn't chipped, and uh, they said we have to give it seven days until, yeah, yeah you yeah, know, yeah. did all that, and then went through the whole adoption process with her. Oh, so. Yeah, dogs yeah. do, mate. Dog, it is true when they say dogs are man's best friend, or man and woman's best friend you know they are amazing and i think that i mean i'm not i'm not a cat person but i would say that i've always preferred dogs over cats um well i like both because um obviously i had a cat that's who mm-hmm. black cat was named after was my cat i was gonna ask that where that came yeah. from yeah <laughs> and um so but he i don't honestly think he liked me that much i think he tolerated me um, he, uh, cats own you, don't they? Isn't that yeah. the whole thing? They own you, well, you don't it, own them. Um, dogs have owners and cats have staff. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the same, right? Yeah, that is the yeah. saying, and it's absolutely true. Yeah. Um, so, but there was just me and him for 16 years, so I was heartbroken when I lost him, and I'd always sort of maintained I wouldn't have another pet. Yeah. But just over the last couple of years, because of owning Black Cat, yeah. it's kind of, I've got more flexibility in my schedule. I've got the ability to work from home if I want to. And we've all had that this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just thought I could I could be there a bit more. I could be a bit more of a responsible dog owner. Mm-hmm. I've got more time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in a relationship now. So I've also got the support of a partner, which helps. So, yeah, so I just thought it was the right time to get one. And I'm really pleased I got her. You, so, you got the support of a are you not with Dan anymore then? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Dan, if you're listening, love you really. <laughs> he's going to be like this. Either he's not going to be listening or he's going to be thinking, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. Um, so, quick fire, another quick fire question for you now. Um, what are your top three programs that you're watching at the moment? Oh, well, that's not an easy answer because I am, I don't know if there's a word for it, harboring, storing. I'm storing right. stuff because I can't watch Line of Duty. Oh, you're another one. Wait until the end. Are you waiting until yeah. it's all out? Ah. It's too complicated. It's too complicated ah. otherwise. You've got to watch it in one hit. I right. learned this from the other series. Mm. So what I did uh, earlier this year was I watched mm. From One to Five again. Mm-hmm. So I'm all clued up now. Mm-hmm. I'm like her off a goggle box with the notepad. You know, she, oh, watches, yeah. Line of, she yeah. watches Line of Duty with a notepad. I'm a bit like that. <laughs> so as soon as that's finished, I will watch it because yeah. I do love it. I love couple, anything. I think there's only a couple of weeks left, I think. Yeah, I think one more, actually. I think so. Anything to do with murder. I love watching true mm-hmm. crime. So oh, right, I love yeah. Netflix because you get a lot of true crime on there and yeah. sky crime. Mm-hmm. Love all that. Mm-hmm. So I'm a bit obsessed with true crime. Any other any other sort of programs that you watch? Any... Um, oh yeah, I do have a secret vice. Go on. Real Housewives of New Jersey. Oh right, is that? Love is, it. Is that the one where they the, there's the memes about the cat? They have a cat in it, or they have two women pointing and shouting at each other. No. Well, that... there's a lot of shouting. Yeah. 
They've seen. You know, these women can fall out in an empty room. (laughs) They can fall out in a mirror. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But it's so distracting, and it's kind of like you don't need a brain to watch it. It's like mush for your brain. So, and it's just lovely. I have a real indulgence, which is that I got a Wi-Fi extender. Mm -hmm. I take my laptop in the hot tub, and Mm -hmm. I watch The Real Housewives of New Jersey, and it's just like, oh. You've got a hot tub. I tell you what, these doing these podcasts and talking to people, we find out some different things about <laughs> how, how the other half lives with hot yeah. tubs. Oh, love it, love I it. I tell you what, I, if I think if I didn't have, if the kids were older and didn't have the, the mad dogs, I, we'd probably have one. But I'm just worried mm. that they'll all jump in. That all the yeah, dogs, they, uh, they don't want to get in. The dogs then, don't. Well, my dog doesn't. But kids, yes, they always want yeah. it. And they're in it, out of it, in it, yeah. out of it. It's just it's, and not a swimming pool. It's a bloody yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The nicest time, again, this is just between you and me. Don't broadcast this bit. The nicest time is when I'm in there on my own, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Glass of wine, real housewives. That's it. That is uh, my absolute paradise. Yeah. That is. Turn the phone off. Turn the email mm-hmm. off. Bye. Yeah. You can let your own houses. I don't really care. Yes, I mean, I mean, I'm a cheap date, really. Hot tub, <laughs> Real Housewives, and a glass of wine, and that's it. I'm, I'm quite happy. You can leave me there for hours. Oh, that's brilliant. I love that. I love that. So, line of duty when it's all out. And... Yeah, but I have to say, I like anything like that. Anything yeah. murdery. You know, really enjoyed Unforgotten that was on a couple of weeks ago. Right. Okay. Anything like that. Mm. Oh, good. I've just watched um, quite a weird thing, Behind Her Eyes, I think it was called, on Netflix. Yes, I haven't watched it's that yet. slightly supernaturally, it. which isn't really my bag, yeah. but it was good. That was yeah, good. I, I think Michaela likes supernatural stuff. I'm not sure if she's watched that yet, but mm, I'll, have it's to, good. I'll have to ask. I try with some of the stuff, but I've, I don't like vampires, and I don't like some of the... I don't mind watching it, because she's quite into that program supernatural that's she likes all oh, right yeah um but again some of it's a bit a bit out there i like police stuff and um military things and yeah uh, com and i like a, quite a bit of comedy as well so i like watching things like brooklyn 99 and stuff like that yeah um that's one of those ones that you can just have on like friends friends used to be a series you could just have on in the back i mean yeah, I, background. I, know, I know friends probably almost wording every single word yeah, because episode, I watched, yeah my sister and i blitzed through 10 series and used to we had vhs the old vhs and we we destroyed them by just watching them watching them so much yeah. and they're on all the time the kids watch them and you know they don't mind watching the stuff what was i watching i was watching a program oh i was watching the simpsons right how's this this makes me feel really old i was watching the simpsons with my youngest who is eight years old and we were watching it the other night, and it was the they've got it on Netflix. It's on Disney Plus now because it's all part of Disney. Fox is part of Disney. right. Okay. And and we were watching it, and it's the first series or the first season, and it was like episode six or something. And I remember watching that when it first came out, and I thought, how long ago was this? And I said to her, she said, how old is his dad? And I said, well, I don't know. I was probably around about your age, thinking, no, I couldn't have been that young. I then wikipedia it and the first episode came out in 1989 scary, and, and it was really scary and i sat there and, and she said well 
I said I was I was a little bit younger than you were, and this and you're watching this now, and which is weird because there's series on TV that I watched when I was a kid that my parents said, "Oh, we watched that when yeah. it was first aired," and and you get to that point where you go, things are being looped round, and music bands when they come out again, like yeah, it's like okay, second time round, take that. I'm a massive, yeah. I'm a huge fan of Take That. I love, yeah, me I love too. Gary, Gary Barlow, love him to bits. Yeah, love Take That. And the fact that when they start doing some of their old songs and you hear the youngsters singing them, you think this is like this is this is this what happened when I was younger. You know, my parents say, "Oh, that you know that band, that band, that's the second time round yeah. that they've come out or that song's come out." Yeah, yeah. Well, I can remember Doctor in the Medic, Spirit in the Sky, which yeah. you probably don't remember. Second I know, I know time the around, song. Doctor yeah. in the Medics. And then, of course, my mum saying, well, this is an old song. And me saying, no, it's not, no, it's not. Realising it was, it had been done like 30 years before. Mm. And then it was done by so, Gareth Gates as well. I remember when yeah, it was Yeah, it was, yeah. The, I remember that coming out. But, yeah, it's it's really it's really bizarre. So you're, you're a fellow Take That fan as well, are you? Then? Yeah, I love Take That. I've seen them... Oh, I can't tell you how many times. Oh, yeah. I've only yeah. seen them. I only got to see them once um, so far. Um, and that was back in back in the 90s. My parents went through spate of taking us to lots of different concerts. So we went to uh, take that, M People, with you wow. know, Heather Small, what have yeah. you done today? Yeah, um, to make you feel proud. We yeah. know that song. And um, E17 was another one. Oh wow because my dad knew well he he was the local police officer when Brian Harvey lived in Walthamstow in North London or East London he was the local police officer or home beat sergeant or whatever they called it and he he knew of him yeah um and what else did we, we went saw a few oh um my mum took me to see Belinda Carlisle wow yeah yeah Genesis Genesis. Yeah, wow. really going back in the day. And yeah, yet, you have seen some names. And yet now, the thought of going to see a concert really, uh, right, pre it's weird, isn't it? Now it's, it's just they're not going to. We're not going to be able to do that for a, a while yet. But no. pre-COVID, because of working within the police, lots of people around me make me feel a bit uneasy, and I don't. Yeah, I don't like being in tight spaces. You know, when I was like. 18, 19, you used to go to nightclubs. And you'd be you like didn't this. think about it, did you? You'd be like this, you'd be, you'd be sort of like squidged you up. You know what? Like... <laughs> Strangely enough, we've just been talking about this because uh, uh, talking to my brother about days gone by when we used to go clubbing in the O Bar mm. in Soho, which I understand is still there. Mm. And, uh, you know, we'd come out of there and it'd be light. Mm -hmm. And I can't cope with being awake after nine o'clock now. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, we would come out of these clubs and it would be like, and the club would be one of those where when the actual music got going, you mm. could take your feet off the floor and not fall over. Yeah. There's just so many of yeah, you like so moving as a, and you just together. can't kind of compute that now because no. it just feels to me so long since I did anything like that. Mm. You know, the thought of going to, we had tickets last year for Queen at Wembley. Mm-hmm. Queen and Adam Lambert. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was put forward to this year for yeah. Queen and Adam. You know, I don't see it happening this year either. No. Um, because it was sold out at 80,000 tickets. Mm -hmm. It's just not going to happen. No, it's very strange. And it is, 
I look at other countries. So I was um, I was looking at America and the fact that they they've just had the big Super Bowl, American football Super Bowl event, and they didn't pack in however many hundreds. Oh, I don't know what they did, hundred twenty thousand. Yeah, they would But they packed in seventy thousand people. Wow. And you just think that's still a lot of people. Yet in this yeah. country, they won't pack people into stadiums because or, or well, places isn't, isn't a test on the football tonight isn't there a thousand oh, people know. or something at the football tonight i don't know yeah i think they are sort of kind of doing see. a little bit of a test i have to see what happens with that but i mean i would mm-hmm. say somewhere like see the thing is is that if you could get everybody to somewhere like hyde park you could section people off mm. and it's outside however the biggest issue is getting the people there because everybody yeah. will go, oh we're going on the tube or we're going on the public train. transport That's yeah the, that's where the problem is. So what they need to do is hold a big event somewhere like up here where people can mm. drive to and then it will be less difficult. But yeah. They're... Yeah, but we don't want people here. No, we don't. At, la- at last, how our terrible road systems paid off during COVID. Yes. Our terrible transport systems have. have paid off and no one's been here. They have. So it, has. it has. It's been good. So what's... I've, my next thing I've got down here, and it was a bit of a bit of tongue in cheek. One of the things I put down was toasted cheese sandwiches and the future. Did you read that when I sent that to you? Is this my reference to "I'm amazed I'm still alive"? No, no, that was a completely different reason oh. when I said that. <laughs> right. So it's because I did put a comment on a little chat that we're on about I'm just incredulous I'm still alive, bearing in mind of spent most of my life eating cheese on toast and <laughs> drinking heavily to do with that all. <laughs> no. so i'll tell you but the reason why i put this okay so when i i'd met you before and i'd i'd because when dad that's when we moved up here and i joined a different bni chapter because the way that the the marshland the mighty marshland was held um, it was right around the corner from our office. It was at Whiz Beach Football Ground. Yeah. Um, and it, I said to Dad, I think you need to join. I think this would be really good for you to join. We can Then we can have one of us in Kingston and one of us in, in Whiz Beach, Cambridgeshire area, Norfolk area. And it's just around the corner from me. And also, like us, when we moved here, we didn't, we didn't have any friends or family up here. We just moved yeah. here. And they moved and they didn't really know anybody apart from their neighbours. And I said, this would be a really good thing for us to get to know more people. Connections, meet people. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, and like Dad being he is, having been in the police for 30 plus years, 30 years, police officers, whenever they go somewhere, they'll always know somebody. And as soon as we moved up this way, he found somebody that he knew in the local Tesco's. And when we went on holiday to Spain, we were in the middle or south of Spain and three emplacements down on our holiday. He used to work with the people <laughs> there. And he always found, and, and Michaela, she goes, oh, wherever you go somewhere, you always know somebody. I'm like, I don't know everybody, but there are quite a few people I know. So long story short, but I knew you. I'd been on the uh, Christmas do for the other chapter in Kings Lynn. And you were on your Christmas do yeah. at that place. Is it the Greek yeah. place? In... No, shall it remain nameless where you, the old sticky dance floor place. Yes. So you, yeah. you wipe your feet on the way out, basically. You got it. And 
when we were in there, I turned up and there was me and there was a couple of other people who were remained nameless, Simon Johnson. Uh, yeah. You were there. Um, and Dad was there on your one. And this was around the time, and Claire James was there as well. And we all started drinking. Uh, hi, Claire, if you're listening. Uh, we all started drinking. We turned up. We we jumped in on your Christmas day because ours had finished. And we started drinking these drinks that were made out. They turned out into some real concoction. I don't know what they were. They were, uh, there was some beer and some cider or, and it was foul, basically. We started drinking these drinks and Claire kept going on about toasted cheese sandwiches. I'm like, what's she going on about toasted cheese sandwiches? And she kept saying to you and Dan about toasted cheese sandwiches. And it just sort of went from there. And I, whenever I think of you, obviously I think of Black Cat and I think of some of the conversations, but I think of this toasted cheese sandwiches because you said, I'm telling some secret, right secrets here, but it is spill the tea. You said, and I'll probably, I might get this wrong, or somebody was saying, Dan, you're coming back to mind so we can watch um, the Eurovision Song Contest or Britain's Got Talent and watch cheese sandwiches. Uh, sorry, and eat cheese sandwiches. And Claire James was going, well, you're just going to miss all that and just do all the other stuff, aren't you? And it was going on and on and on. And and, and at the time, I think I think Dad, Dad had said to me something on the lines of, I said, oh, when did Dan together? And he went, I don't know, I don't know, but, you know, they're quite pally but you know you know i don't want to cast aspersions or anything and of course claire james got absolutely pissed and was going yeah you know just <laughs> yeah i mean whatever went on though i can guarantee you if i've been drinking there'd been a toasty involved because there's always a need for a toasty if i've been drinking that's the key and and obviously with you and dan the, the rest sort of was history isn't it really oh so. yeah well i mean it's quite funny really because um it was genuinely genuinely were good friends uh, yeah. you know a bit like we were saying earlier you go to, you join these things you meet someone you hit hit it off immediately yeah, yeah. same sense of humor yeah. or same things like that you know and mm. although he's quite quiet as you know when you get to know mm. him he's actually very droll very dry mm. quite funny yeah he is and uh yeah so um it was from there really but mm. yeah there probably was genuinely a toasty involved and because <laughs> uh, it normally is i have this um it's quite funny really because there's this famous story about me and cheese on toast which is I don't know why but that that's the draw you know everyone has their thing some people want a kebab when they get really drunk some people want something really greasy I just have this thing about cheese on toast which can actually be quite dangerous when I'm you know grilling and it's four in the morning and I've been <laughs> under the influence and of course I had this famous, famous episode in my single days. And I woke up this particular morning and thought, I don't understand why I'm single because I'd obviously come home, done my toasty thing, gone to bed and, and passed out into a coma before eating the toasty. So woke up with it stuck <laughs> to the side of my face, all in my hair. And it was one of those, I looked in the mirror and thought, mm, I wonder why I'm single. I don't uh... understand. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's I'm too brilliant. old. I'm too that's old for brilliant. all that now. Oh no, yeah. I can't. If I have a, if I go out on a few drinks, it takes me about four days to recover. Oh, really, yeah. it takes we're, we're me talking, ages. Talking about this yesterday, it's just to me now. It's the late night. I think as you get older, you handle your drink better. 
Mm. You know, I'm, I can really handle quite a substantial amount of alcohol. You don't, you, don't drink, you don't drink crap, do you, either? So when you're no, younger, you drink, you drink crap. You know, nice wine yeah, and, yeah. you know, it's you're generally eating as well so yeah. you can sustain yourself for longer yeah, yeah. and all of this kind of thing. But then as it kind of hits 10 o'clock, I'm like, oh, you know. I'm going to bed now. I'm going to yeah. go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. Or, or I sleep, I sleep, try and sleep in a little bit the next morning if I've not got work. And luckily, I'm quite lucky in my house that my kids are quite good in the fact that and and it sounds awful. People will be ringing up the bloody child protection. The kids get up in the morning, make their own breakfast. They'll get up and make it together. They'll go and watch telly. They'll start good, playing the tablets. Good. Well, that's how it should be. Michaela and I it wake is. up at 10 o'clock and they're all up and dressed and had the breakfast and everything's done. And they bring me you a cup of tea in bed. Well. And they bring me you tea in bed. I love well. it. I love it. Yeah, you I have trained them well. But I'm that, actually one of these irritating people that I'm generally up at six, whatever. Yeah, I don't. I'm very much kind of. I'm only ever up I'm, early. I'm on all cylinders in the morning. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's. I'm only ever up early for B and I. So apart from that. No, I'm, I'm nearly early. always up that time of day. I might Just be up if, now. The weather's very, changed. Yeah, yeah, it is easier. Nice. It's much easier this time of year, I have to say. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. But yeah, I'm definitely I'm one of these people that's up. Happy, chirpy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. irritating. <laughs> Nosy. Nosy. <laughs> so what so what is what holds what's the future for you? What do you and Black Cat and, and what 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 well it's gonna be the next step? Everybody has a next step. What, it's interesting be because at the beginning of the pandemic, I probably was one of these negative Nellies that thought, oh, here we go. This is my business down the tubes. Mm. People won't pay their rent. It's mm. all going to go to pot and I don't know what I'm going to do. In actual fact, um, as you know, around here, we've largely escaped the worst of it by the fact mm. that most people are employed in manufacturing, food production, uh, food-related industries mm. that have kept going. Essential businesses, etc. Essential yeah. businesses. And we've just been so lucky mm. that we've had hardly any rental arrears. The business has gone from strength to strength. And if anything, it's pushed landlords more towards full management because mm. of the uncertainty. They don't want to manage their rentals themselves, which mm-hmm. is great for us. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. So the business has grown unexpectedly. So I don't want people okay. to think I was looking at this year going forward or last year going forward into this negatively. Mm-hmm. But it's done better than I expected. Mm. So it, there's quite a few things I think that we're, the team is considering. Mm-hmm. Um, relocating the premises, that's one thing. We need bigger premises. Mm-hmm. So that's a little project that we've got underway at the moment. Um, we've got a great team and we don't need to strengthen that team at the moment, but probably maybe next year will if we mm-hmm. carry on at the same rate. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also... The growth is great and we don't want to be a business that stands still, but likewise, I don't want to be one of these businesses that actually forgets the loyalty of mm. people that have been with us from day one so that they still get the level of customer service they mm-hmm. expect. So, Absolutely. so yep. it's going to be keeping our existing clients happy. Yeah, we are going to, we're far more discerning now about who mm-hmm. we do act for. So we mm-hmm. will decline people if we don't think they're going to fit in or... As you know, it's a very regulated business now. Mm-hmm. Very, very regulated. So yeah. any landlord that's not prepared to comply with regulations just isn't mm-hmm. for us. Um, and yeah, so that there's lots going on, actually. It's, it's quite an exciting time because mm-hmm. I do feel for the first time with the weather improving, 
us being able to spend more out time outside the vaccination program going the way it is, I do feel more positive yep. than I've felt for a long time. Yeah. And that and that's, can get it's been a worrying well, it's been an interesting I I used to say twelve months, but it's thirteen months now. Yeah. Um and I think that for business owners like we are, it is looking at your business and, and you've got to survive, but you've got to also help others in in any way you can. But we don't we help and our, our tagline for our company is we can help but what we don't do is we can't give everything away for free and we had the no. conversation where at the beginning where you'll help somebody else because you want to help somebody else and 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 you need to help somebody else but there are there are sort of limits but everybody's in a difficult time and I think I can I can get from you like I am is that you'll heart you'll notice and you'll you'll see somebody when they're in need and you'll you'll want to help them um because I I do it because I think well what if I was in that position myself I would want somebody to yeah put on the I magic mean, cape and say I'm going to help you I'm going to help you because I can see that you're in need but don't take the piss out of me you know you know, the truth is, as we were saying earlier before we started recording, you know, and the same for a lot of us, I haven't always been in this position. So I've been in a position whereby I've working for a company in Peterborough and really not having the money to fill the car up with petrol to get home. And, you know, and I don't say this because I want people to go, oh, you know, poor old girl. <laughs> but, you know, that that is a reality. Times yeah. then, when I'm talking sort yeah. of 15 years ago, they were different yeah. for me. Um, and, uh, you, you, I, I've never forgotten that. I've never Mm. forgotten being in that position. Mm. And, um, I'd like to think however successful, however you class success, but however successful I am or become, I don't think I'll ever forget that really. I think that it just shows you that in actual fact, this is all just stuff. Mm -hmm. And the most important thing is that you've got people around you and you've got a roof over your head Mm -hmm. And, and you do you know, a job and you run a business that you like and, and that's yeah and that you're happy yeah you know you're not working 14 hours a day for someone else to mm. say you know when can I go and get my hair cut next Tuesday no you can't mm. you know you just think of, and, and that's really made me not one of those employers you know so when one of my girls says oh I've got to take the dog to the vet she's like yeah fine mm. you know put it in the diary so we know where you are and uh, yeah, because I just think you don't need that kind of stress in no, life. You don't. You don't. Life is stressful enough. You don't need someone being an absolute idiot about yeah. having two hours off. Mm, exactly. And, and and by you as the uh, employer, the business owner, showing that to them, showing that helpfulness to them, you'll get double that back. In yeah. Well, work, you do. You in get the, the work effort and you get the yeah. loyalty. And I think that's when I mean, we... The only person that we employ through our business at the moment is um, Michaela, my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to be very careful about what I say, but um, she is a loyal employee and I don't deal with her directly. I let Belinda deal with her because I don't. Yeah, which is a good idea. However, she is somebody that, again, you show them that loyalty and, and mm. you'll get that back. And, and we try and do that because it's just been the three of us for so many years. We try and do that so that eventually when mum and dad retire or fully retire um, or step back, I'm going to lead the company forward and we will need to employ people because there isn't there isn't anybody 
else you can call on family wise mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and the the kids are too young so you can't just give them jobs and also they might not be interested in what we do so you've got to bring other people in and and by setting it in motion already and, and having that sort of base baseline of what you do you then it then becomes easy and and, and that's already set in place with a business so yeah absolutely. because i think it's about having your own it's almost like having your own moral code and your own compass mm-hmm. and then also past years of working for other people and thinking i definitely don't want to work like that absolutely absolutely yeah. last quick fire question um your favorite drink it can be alcoholic non-alcoholic or you can give one of both oh you must know wine wine red or white well uh white or rosé white or rosé okay Cool. I do like red, but red doesn't really like me. So I'm, white doesn't like me. I like yeah. rosé, but white white doesn't like me. And I just yeah, red red when I'm drinking. I've been six weeks off it now. Wow. Yeah, I think it's six. Yeah, six weeks. Yeah. Oh, well done you. So when I did my other podcast with Steve, the barman, he was doing all these cocktail stuff, and he said, "Oh, oh. would you like?" I said, "You can send it to me in the post." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, I've never been one for shots or no. or fancy cocktails of wine. No. Wine, Always, yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, so please, Wendy, tell us, tell our listeners where they can find you and your wonderful business and how they can follow you on socials. That's what yeah, the new well, word is. Slide do. into DMs. Somebody was oh, saying. Oh, slide into DMs. Oh, God, <laughs> wow. That's very sort of Harry Styles, isn't very, it? Very hip. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I don't know if I really want anybody uninvited to slide into my DMs, <laughs> if I'm honest. But they can definitely find us at blackcatresidential.co.uk <laughs> or on Facebook. Follow yep. us on Facebook at Black Cat Residential. And um, yeah, and if they're in in town and they can be bothered to brave the, the parking situation, then come and say hello. Um, because you know we're always there to help people we Mm -hmm. love chatting to people and seeing what's going on and uh, we are definitely your your property people if you're a landlord or a tenant we're the people brilliant wendy thank you ever so much thank you it's been great i've really enjoyed it i really have it's been great to great to speak well it's just it's weird because it's like one of our more serious chats and we've taped it it is, it is basically um so yeah so again thank you wendy for being on uh, spill the tea with jimmy c this is episode five five already wow and uh thank you very much for listening and see you all again soon thank you wendy thank you